Hey there, thoughtful listener. Would you like consistent and predictable sales activity with no spam and no ads? I'll teach you step by step how to do this, particularly if you're an agency owner, consultant, coach, or B2B service provider. What I teach has worked for me for more than 15 years and has helped me create more than $10 million in revenue. Just head to upmyinfluence.com and watch my free class on how to create endless high-ticket sales appointments. You can even chat with me live and I'll see and reply to your messages. Also, don't forget, the Thoughtful Entrepreneur is always looking for guests. Go to upmyinfluence.com and click on podcast. We'd love to have you. With us right now, it's Dr. Joey Fawcett. Dr. Joey, it is so good to have you. You are found on the web at workpositive.today. In addition to being the founder of that company, uh, you're also very active as a podcaster as well. So I just want to say thank you so much for joining us. Josh, I am so delighted to be in the Josh house today. Thank you so much, Dan. Absolutely. So what is uh, Work Positive? Well, it's uh, the response to the working dead (laughs) and the Kevin culture, as I like to call it, that has taken over in so many workplaces today. Uh, The old adage about uh, the beating will continue until, you know, (laughs) morale improves around here, right? Uh, So I like to think of it, Josh, as an opportunity to redefine work so that our our personal lives become so much more fulfilling because work becomes an expression of our best selves then. Yeah. Um, and, and what do those, like, what are those kind of those foundational principles that, that every leader should, um, should be very mindful of if that's the culture, hopefully that not the, the former that you were talking about. Beatings right, will continue. Yeah. I listen, I spent my time in the military. I know all about that. <laughs> you <laughs> listen, had some, uh, some fear, drill sergeants uh, named Kevin, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, you absolutely can try to run a company based on the stick. Good yep. luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a short-lived success at best. Well, uh, back during the Great Recession, Josh, I just, I, I found myself at home. And before that, I was out on the road, uh, mostly riding a cash cow, right, into speaking to companies and things like that. You know that the economy has turned and you're you're back home for permanently when your wife looks at you and says, aren't you supposed to be traveling? You know, so uh, then, honey, you don't want me home? What? No, she wants me riding that cash cow. So I took that opportunity to research since I was home anyway and look back at the Great Depression, when depression was an economic term rather than a medical term. And I said, there's gotta be somebody who created a company that's still thriving today, right? And they created it in the Great Depression. And so I found what I call, Josh, the Great Depression gurus. Uh, People like Dale Carnegie, Dave Hewlett, um, you know, Hewlett and Packard was formed back then. Uh, George Mahurl had started State Farm in 22, and of course, the Great Depression before he was even a decade old and what is it, 90 percent of all businesses fail in the first 10 years. So um, he he encountered that um, and others, uh, Harlan Sanders being one notable one. So what did they do? What were their habits that created these successful companies? And as thoughtful entrepreneurs, that's what we all want to do, right? We want to create these sustainable companies that are going to help families gain a livelihood that's beyond anything they've done before and also create something for ourselves that buys ourselves 
the kind of lives that we want as well. So what were their habits? And those habits seem to, as I did the research, Josh, coalesce around five core practices or what I like to refer to them as. So quickly, the first one is perceive. And that's the mental dynamic of your work positive culture. You focus on the positive and filter out the negative. Now, Josh, it's not that the negativity doesn't exist. It does exist. It's all around us. We live in a world that's filled with it, right? If you don't believe yeah. me, just turn on the evening news, right? And, and what well, you don't just, have to turn. Yeah, <laughs> Somebody will call you and tell you negativity but um divisiveness right and so oh you know yes. social media unfortunately has um you know made it so easy for us to retreat into bubbles where we're mm. not exposed to um you know a a a, a, a a big expanse of, of thoughts and opinions and mm. experiences and cultures and backgrounds and, yes. and uh, so forth. So then, you know, it's like you take all these people that can kind of retreat into these bubbles and then you put them into a workplace. Um, you know, that's what we're competing against today okay. as, you know, kind of culture leaders. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's an echo chamber. I, I can hold myself up as you're indicating in an echo chamber and just hear what it is that I want to hear that reinforces my own provincial world, right? So being able to focus on that positive and filter out those negatives and embrace unfamiliar thoughts then becomes what these great depression gurus did. And I call that the perceived core practice, which is the mental dynamic of work positive culture. The second is the conceive and that's the social dynamic. And you just alluded to that now. Um, thank goodness, diversity, equity, inclusion. And I'd like to add belonging, which I think is of supreme importance, is becoming more and more important as we create positive cultures. We as human beings have a need to belong and we all want to belong to something greater than ourselves, right? And so creating that culture in which we're able to uh, declare here the values that I hold personally and how they align with the company. Here are the priorities that I hold and share in common with this company. And then what's my unique contribution? Maybe unlike anyone else's, but yet it's just as necessary to providing the product or services to the public that solves their problems. And so what, um, how do we deal with negative people without becoming one ourselves? Josh is on the forefront of everyone's mind. So we teach strategies and tactics for that. And then conversely, what are the five key off the resume qualities of work positive dream teams? And how do we assess that? How do those become like our cultural KPIs? How do we change our behavior, morph our behavior, transform our behavior to really represent those five key qualities? So that's the conceive core practice. So we perceive it mentally, we conceive it socially, then we believe it emotionally. Everybody wants to talk about engagement. How do you engage this workforce today? And guys my age are saying, you know, these millennials don't want to work or these Gen Zs, they just go home and live in mom's basement, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> if they don't like it. Uh, yeah. So uh, that that's not the way to get workers engaged, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah. You, you know, and, and a little bit different. Yeah. In fact, I heard something very similar, you know, when someone was complaining about millennials and i'm like um millennials are in their 40s now <laughs> i'm not sure you're thinking of who you're thinking of um but but yeah you know the us versus them or stereotyping or it, it kind of falls yep. into that same bucket that it's really easy to blame outside forces when you know ultimately 
particularly if we're responsible you know, for our culture and leadership within the organization, I think Absolutely. at the end of the day, you know, we really have to take a look at the mirror. What are we doing to create or negate a positive right. workplace environment in mm-hmm. despite, despite, you know, very real uh, circumstances or very real environment. People deal with bad stuff in their life and Every day, they man. might be, you know, coming to work, wearing a load of bricks on their back and, mm. and, that's just normal. It is. Un, yes, it's normal today. And I think it's been normal. It's endemic to the human species. Um, yeah, I, I love the bricks. You know, as, as I'm fond of saying, Josh, that we're all just trying to figure it out. But that person that you're like, hey, what's wrong with him today? Well, I don't know. The dog could have peed on his favorite pair of shoes as he was on his way out the door. Right. I, I don't know what happened or the her her. Uh, toddler could have puked on her right on the way out the door she had changed clothes i don't know what somebody else is going through gallup tells us though josh 85 percent of all american workers are disengaged that's a big number that wow. is a loss of economic competitiveness on a global scale right let's talk about innovation creativity how do we engage people right well i think it's all about imagination and creativity And so being able to tap into those resources that give us a competitive advantage in the marketplace is key. So yes, you can lob whatever you want to over walls, generational walls, or you can really care for people and begin to find their emotional triggers that help them engage in their work so that they begin to see their daily activities connecting to the larger purpose of the company. And once I get that connection of my daily activity, that equity of exchange with something bigger than myself, and I see problems being solved by our products and services, then I'm engaged and I'm all in because I'm valued as a person. Now, we didn't do a really good job of that during the pandemic. And don't tell me it was just because we scattered our workforce everywhere. Mm-hmm. Scripts yep. for antidepressants and anti-anxiety meds were up 30% over the first two years. Sure. I suspect it's up more now. So just recognizing that that's our current reality and how do we best address that? That's all in the believe core practice. So we perceive it mentally, conceive it socially, believe it emotionally. The fourth set of habits I discovered from these great depression gurus, I refer to as the achieve core practice. And that's action. How do I strategically and tactically take action that's gonna increase productivity, that's going to get the results that we want because we're all here to create sustainability in our lives. Right. And that's beyond us. It's a legacy. Uh, If you're a thoughtful entrepreneur and you own the company, you're seeking to support these families, right, of these workers that are coming in, help them find the kind of lifestyle that they want. Now, the fifth one, Josh, really surprised me because I thought, hey, Josh, Joey, after you get results, you know, you got a positive bottom line, things are humming, you know, we're, we're working well here. That's it. Right. No. These great depression gurus did something that is so transformational and it's simple, but it's profound. That is, they discovered they really received a work positive culture. That is customers traded their money, right? For products and services. How do you say thank you to those customers? So saying thank you and expressing appreciation became a normal part of their work culture. They also discovered how to serve others. And those others were in their community, the larger community. And and so how do I invest myself in others? And really this receive core practice keeps the wheel going so that I'm back to, because when I give to others, right, what happens for me 
I'm focusing on the positive. And so by giving to others and helping them, including my employees, you know, I'm sharing more bonuses, more options and things like that as a thoughtful entrepreneur. And by doing that, I just keep the whole work culture cycle improving and growing more positive every day. Yeah. Uh, when we are doing well to model, uh, uh, you know, an empathic workplace, a mm -hmm. positive you know, workplace, um, obviously kind of leaning into our values as they were, right? Yes. And, and we're mm -hmm. talking about it and trying to live it as best as possible. But mm -hmm. yet we still find that maybe there's um, a person or two, we don't know what's going on in their life, but mm -hmm. it doesn't seem like they want to go along with for, for the ride on that like when we still identify you know th there's a couple I, I you know as a leader what would be your inclination um if you're you know maybe you have a middle manager maybe it's you know someone mm -hmm. on the front lines um and they just seem to still be miserable and whereas maybe you're feeling like i, I feel like overall always room for improvement but i feel like we're we're in a good spot except for this person <laughs> <laughs> How would you address that? Yeah, boy, that's a great question. And, hey, Josh, the good news is if there's only one or two, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing one heck of a job if you've only got one or two. Yeah, sure. I, I talk about uh, Kevin culture, and, and that's because we've got Karen, so we're going to have Kevin also. And Kevin belongs, the, these Kevins that you're talking about, belong to that uh, species and genus that I call Succus negativius. And that is, they're the leaders of the work sucks movement, right? And they're just by nature, but I like to think it's by choice because they've, the movie playing in their head that guides them each day, right, is one that work sucks, it's never going to get any better, and there's a lot of negativity. So we spend a lot of time talking about uh, neg uh, Succus negativius. Euphemistically, I refer to them as Eeyore vampires because they're like Eeyore, right? T-I-double-goo-er, Piglet, and Pooh got together to create the perfect play day for Christopher Robin. Here comes, right, Eeyore, and he says, it'll never work. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. You're, again, fortunate if you only have one of those or two of those people on your team. But when the sun goes down and you're with your family or your friends and you're trying to have fun, who's in the back of your head sucking time, energy, and attention away from that precious moment? Eeyore has become a vampire. So how do you deal with Eeyore vampires without becoming one yourself? How do you countermand this Kevin culture? Well, we teach a lot of, a lot of these tactics, very specific tactics. Let me give you one, Josh, specifically related to conversations, because let's say that you, you jump on Zoom and before the boss gets there, there's this conversation going on, you know, oh, he sucks and all this kind of stuff. So what do you do? Well, the first thing you want to do is you want to redirect that conversation. Just take the polarity 180 degrees in a different direction. Move it from negative to positive. Hey, uh, man, my family and I, we enjoyed a great weekend at the lake. It was wonderful. What did you guys do this weekend? And just try to redirect it. Okay, a lot of these Kevin or your vampires, they, they, um, <laughs> they're persistent. So they're not going to fall for that. So what do you mean we can't? I was talking about John Boss. He sucks, man. So what do you do then? Well, then you reframe it. And you say something like, yeah, you know, I know Joey the boss sucks. He, there's a lot of room for improvement for him. But man, when I took my check to the bank, it, it still cleared. 
And so I'm really grateful for the life he provides me and my family. Mm. So it's still on that topic, but you're reframing it. Yeah. So if redirect and reframe don't work for you, Josh, remove yourself, treat, uh, treat Kevin, the Eeyore vampire, like he's got COVID or like he's got, you know, norovirus or something you don't want to catch. Mm. Just get yourself out of there. Mute yourself, turn your camera off, whatever, take your earbuds out, whatever it is you need to do. Don't immerse your yourself in that keep your brain from marinating in that because that's just a a downer on the whole thing your serotonin lowers your dopamine lowers your attitude for achieving amazing results it just goes down so redirect reframe and remove yourself from kevin and your vampires yeah you know i like that you know it, thinking about like the things that we complain about like it's easy to complain about taxes, utility bills, um, the weather, right? But at the same time, you know, I, you know, one thing I've done is, you know, anytime I'm thinking about something like, you know, I'm really grateful that I have streets that, you know, yeah. I, I don't necessarily like the HOA fees or whatever, right? But I'm grateful for what I get from it. Imagine life without running water to the house. And mm. all of a sudden, you're very, very grateful for that. Um, you know, and similarly, you know, when, when there's a difficult situation at work, and guess what? That's the norm, right? There, there are just going to be difficult situations, yeah. going to be difficult yeah. customers. Um, right. It could be disappointing news. I, I, I mean, as a founder, certainly... Um, we struggle with this. And that, that's the question I wanted to get to is what do we do if the, if the structure of the organization feels a little lonely at the top? And mm. I, you know, I, uh, I don't know if I have someone in the organization that I can, you know, complain to, not complain to, but, but at least maybe share, yeah. like, I, I want to be positive. Like I want to be that example, but mm -hmm. at the same time, like I'm also human and I, I'm fallible um, and yeah. where do we go in, in that sort of situation? Oh man, great question. First of all, you remind me of a quote by Mark Twain, who's Mark Twain said, everyone talks about the weather, but nobody does anything about it. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> <And> <laughs> I just, I just love, <laughs> love that quote. And then, uh, yeah, it, it is far easier to complain. I don't complain about taxes. You and I are recording this within a week of April 15th, yeah. right? Uh, man, I'm glad to pay taxes because it means I made money last year, right? Mm. <laughs> so I'm, I'm very grateful. Gratitude is the great leveler of complaints. It really mows them down because, man, when you start looking around for things that you're grateful for, then the, the rest of these things pale literally in comparison. And also, I remember when my grandparents did not have running water in the house. So, yeah. Every time I use the toilet, I am grateful I don't have to go outside. <laughs> but to your point, I think, uh, particularly entrepreneurs who are seeking to be thoughtful, I think they can, regardless of the structure, Josh, isolate themselves. And some of the loneliest people I've ever met were some of the most successful people. Their company did great, but man, they were lonely. Nobody understands my problems. It's just easy to get in that echo chamber where you isolate yourself from so many others. So I can tell you uh, when I mentor coach others, I can share what I do. And that is I proactively seek out a group of people with whom I share some common values so that I don't have to reinvent the wheel every time we're together. You know, there's just a, a jargon, a, a level playing field there. And we get together. Uh, now we get together on Zoom, you know. Uh, we just get together and say, hey, how's it going? 
know what and, and we're authentic we're transparent uh we don't sign ndas but we function as if we have ndas right and and just it's good for me to know that somebody else is trudging up the same hills i am somebody else is stuck in the same mudslide and and again it's not a negativity thing it's an empathy thing i don't need somebody feeling sorry for me as a thoughtful entrepreneur josh because that implies a sense of superiority mm -hmm. Like they've got it all figured out and they're just feeling sorry for Joey, you know, poor Joey. No, I don't need that. What I want is somebody to come up alongside me and say, man, I know how it's, I know how that feels. I know what you're going through. And, you know, if they want to tell me a story about how they overcame the challenge I find myself in, I'm taking notes. I'm ready to learn from them. But if they just say, I know what you're going through. I've been through the same thing. It's knowing someone else walked that way and they're still alive and here today to talk about it. That's really encouraging to me. And it creates that bridge, that gap is overcome between me and my isolation. Yeah. Tell me more, Dr. Joey, your website, workpositive.today. Mm -hmm. By the way, to our friends listening to this podcast, go search this right now. Go search Work Positive Podcast. Click subscribe. Uh, and Joey, Dr. Joey, if you could kind of mention just a little bit about the podcast and, you know, kind of what they're going to experience, but then also I'd love for you to talk maybe more about, um, opportunity, like how you help people, like what engagement looks like. Right, right. Well, thanks for that. Well, like you, I had the best job in the world because I get to talk to amazing people like you, right? And, and we get to talk about how you create this work positive culture. And there's so many brilliant, caring people in the world. I, I just want to share their stories and serve them the best I can and just uh, fellow culture architects and others what's working because I know it's not all about me. It's about us, right? And the sense of togetherness that we can achieve in the work positive community is immense. So that's the work positive podcast. Uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, it's there. Just go and subscribe. And thanks for the plug there. Um, the work positive today site the best way that you can begin the one thing you can do for yourself for your company and particularly if you're a thoughtful entrepreneur let me encourage you to go right now to work today scroll to the bottom of the first page i mean we've got a a bunch of amazing resources we can help you with but to help you get started right now today there's one thing to do that is go to the bottom of that first page on the home page and get yourself the free course called something to talk about Negative conversations are the most common uh, symptom of a negative workplace. And, and you don't have to listen long. Words are heavy, words matter. And so transforming the way we talk about work, the way we think about work, which gains expression in our words is so important. So there's six modules there, Josh, and I'm giving them to you. Uh, they're short videos, right? There's a work positive community there. You can comment to hold yourself accountable right in front of others they'll comment on your comments you can learn from other people there peer-to-peer -peer learning is the strongest form of learning among adults so just go to workpositive.today scroll to the bottom of that homepage, and just put your name and email address in there now you can give a fake name if you want to but you got to give a real email address so we can get you the course right and and just help yourself to that and that's the best thing you can do that's the one thing you can do to get started today josh Dr. Joe, you have a magnetic personality. You are, you ooze authenticity and likability. Oh, and uh, again, I just want to encourage everybody, 
get on the Work Positive uh, podcast, or I'm sorry, go go hit subscribe right now uh, yeah. to that. And then um, again, the website, workpositive.today. And Dr. Joey, it's been a great pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, it's been an immense pleasure for me, Josh. I feel like we were separated at birth. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening. And thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.